This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer, listening each week for tips on ways to raise your pet business profile so you can stand out from the competition. So hi and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm going to be talking about why you should create a bank of content for your pet business in this episode. Now, I don't usually do this kind of thing. I don't normally do. You should do this and you should do that and you should do the other. However, something's happened over in my world, in my life over the past few weeks that has made me be less able to be as active on social media. It's taken me away from my desk. I've been kind of all over the place, really. And I've also had a bit of a health thing where I've had a problem with my eyes and I've not been able to be on a screen quite so much. And actually, I'm wishing that I had created a bank of content. I kind of have, but not in the system that I would like to have have it in. So I'm going to be talking about that today. And I'm also going to be talking about ways that you can work with me if you want to create a bank of content for your pet business as well. So what do you know why would you want to have this in the first place so i'm going to talk about like what a bank of content is why why it's going to be helpful how you can use it how to go about creating it and what to do if you'd like a bit of support with it in this episode but just to start with like can you imagine what it would be like to dip to be able to just dip into a bucket or a folder or a file of ready to go social media posts about your pet business every time you're stuck for something to say So material that you've created, not something that you're going to see other pet businesses sharing. So not templates, not pre-written posts, material that's unique to you. And that's personalized for your clients with your stories in there, with your experiences, your values, what you're all about and your client stories in there as well, actually, because inside of this bank of content, you probably will have client stories in there. So imagine what that would be like, because that's what I'm going to be working on that's what I'm going to be talking about in this episode and that's what I'm going to be working on over the coming weeks having a bank of content can take away the ah the demands that we feel are put on us to constantly feed social media and content platforms and ultimately having a bank of content evergreen content that you can use anytime is going to make life easy for you as well isn't it So in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing why a bank of content can help you, when you can use it, how to go about creating one and how it can make your life less stressful, ways I can support you in creating one as well. So as I said, I'm not usually one to tell you what to do, but like I say, I've had a bit of a challenging time over the last six or so weeks. I've also had some sad news about a member of my family who's very unwell, which has taken me away from the day-to-day running of my business. And I know that having a lot of content already made would have made things a little bit easier for me because it would have taken away the pressure I feel to be visible. Now, I know the world isn't going to stop spinning if I don't post on Facebook three times a week or if I don't do, you know, a newsletter or if I don't do an Instagram reel or whatever. It's not like I'm going and saving lives or I'm a heart surgeon or doing anything really important. But I feel as a small business owner, it's natural to feel like you have to show up no matter what. And if you're anything like me and you're a regular listener to the podcast, then you're probably going to feel like that too. So yes, we know that we don't, you know, we're not heart surgeons, unless you are as well as having a pet business. So you don't have to show up, you don't don't have that pressure, but we we can't help but feel it. So what I've done over the last few weeks is I've stripped it back to the bare minimum. I've talked about this in my newsletter actually last week, what is the bare minimum that I have to do? So that's things like this podcast, it goes out every Thursday, my newsletter goes out every Sunday or Monday send an email out with this podcast. I have promotional posts to go with this podcast as well, which is really important that I promote the podcast so more people see it because I put a lot of time and effort into creating these episodes. So going back to your bank of evergreen content, 
if you're in a situation like I'm in at the moment, it's helpful to have that bank of content you can use anytime sitting there. And you can use these posts for social media. They can be repurposed as emails. They can be different items on your newsletter. They're the kind of thing that you can write out and have sitting in a Google Doc or Asana or on a Trello board or whatever system you use to store your content. And you can, when you're in a situation where you just need something to post or life has chucked you a bit of a curveball or you're going through a little bit of a challenging time, you can just go and get that content. You can go and share it. So let's talk about like what is anytime content or evergreen content. I'm referring to it. It is evergreen content, but I'm talking about it as content you can use anytime. So it's content that isn't time sensitive, so you can use it whenever you like. It's the type of content that has value and appeal over time. It focuses on on topics that aren't going to be out of date, you know, next week. So, for example, timeless content would not be posting about the coronation. That's something that's happened. It's gone now. We're moving forward. It was very exciting. It led to lots of great opportunities, but it's not timeless. So evergreen anytime content is timeless. It's timeless topics, information or insights that will continue to provide value to readers or viewers or listeners long after it's initially created. So an example would be my how to write a press release for your pet business. That's something that I created three years ago. It's a podcast, a blog, and I've got a download that goes with it. That's not going to change unless press release format changes. And if it does, then obviously I will go and change that content. That's anytime content. I can share anytime. That's evergreen content. Evergreen content isn't tied to specific dates like the coronation. It's not tied to seasons. If you, let's say, if you did a video where you had a Christmas tree in the background, that's not evergreen content. That's content that you're only going to share in November, December, maybe January. It's not tied to trends. So it just means that it's consistently useful and shareable. It doesn't matter when it is consumed, like the press release template example. So why is it helpful to have one? Like I said, sometimes life will just throw things at you where you're not able to, you know, produce and create content at the volume that you do ordinarily. But other reasons why it's helpful to have one is, you know, it means you're consistent because you've got that bank of evergreen content. You can maintain a consistent presence on social media. We know that consistency is important, isn't it? Regular posting, you know, relevant and decent and engaging content will help build your brand awareness and keep, you know, just keep you in the eyes and minds of the people who are following you. Now, by consistent, consistent will mean will have different meanings for different people. For, for some people, consistency is every day. For other people, it's three times a week. That's absolutely fine. You do. You are consistent to your schedule. But having a bank of content means that even if you're in a really busy period or you don't have time, you're still able to you know create new stuff. You're still able to go and share share something something valuable and something meaningful as well. I did, I refer to this podcast in every podcast now, but I did a really great podcast at the end of last year with Aileen Stevenson about creating meaningful content. And I'll link to it in the show notes. But, you know, we want to be putting content out there that's got some kind of meaning, don't we? And this bank of content can have meaningful content in there. Stuff about your values, what you're all about, who you are, who you're for, who you're not for tips, your origin story, you know, what inspires you, what you stand for, what you don't stand for, all that kind of thing. These are things that have meaning, but, you know, will stand the test of time as well. So reason number one why it's helpful to have one is you can be consistent. Reason number two is you can save time. So creating new content for social media can be really time consuming. And some days we just sit down and think, oh my gosh, I just can't think of what to say today. 
But if you've got this bank of evergreen content, then if you just have one of those days where you're not feeling very inspired, you can just go and grab something out of there and share it. So it makes it easier for you to, you know, post, plan, schedule your posts in advance. And if you've just have one of those days where, you know, you're just a bit stuck, but you know that you you feel that you need to share, then you can dip into it. And yeah, and then you can go off and focus on other important, more important things in your business without worrying that you haven't posted on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever platform it is that is your kind of place to hang out and favorite thing. So situations when you would dip into your bank of evergreen content when you get busy. So let's say you bring in, let's say you just get busy. Like, you know, some days I will have pretty much back to back calls and I will think, okay, I've not posted, it's Tuesday, and I usually post a testimonial, I haven't done that today. I do actually have a bit of a system where I store all of my testimonials. So really, I haven't got an excuse not to post a testimonial on Tuesday, because I have set that up. But you know, sometimes when you get busy, having a bank of content that you can dip into and share, you know, share a post is going to be helpful for you. Let's say you bring in staff, and you want them to post for you, but you don't want you're really conscious that you don't want your content to sound like somebody else. If you've already written your bank of evergreen content, then they can just go and grab those posts. You can have it. I'll talk about this in a moment about how to kind of how to organize it and maintain it. But let's say, let's say I I do all of my content myself, but let's say I I hired a VA and I wanted them to schedule some posts for me. I would want my posts to sound like me. So I could say to them, okay, go into this bank of evergreen content that I've got and please could you share, you know, my origin story or please could you share one of my values posts? And I know that they could go and do that. And because I've written it, it's going to sound like me and I don't need to worry about things being inconsistent. So that's another situation where you'd use it. If you bring staff in, then you've got all of that there for them. Unforeseen circumstances and emergencies that need, you know, that need you to be away from your computer, like the situation I'm having at the moment with a a very close family member, Bank of Evergreen content, you know, that's a backup plan for you, meaning that you're, you know, you can stay consistent and things can keep ticking over. Now, I'll be honest and say that I haven't posted regularly over the last week or so. I told my clients why and I don't feel any, I don't, I don't feel bad about not posting i just think sometimes like some but there's more things that that are more more, there's more important things in life than posting on social media or feeling that pressure but this is just a nice backup plan to have it's a nice to have really a little bit of me thinks because we're going through we are going through a difficult time basically you know i've got i've got a family member who's very very poorly a little bit of me thinks i can't really i've been posting things like my podcast promotional posts and that kind of thing. But a little bit of me thinks, you know, I'm not going to be posting jolly stuff at the moment because it just doesn't feel right because that's that's where I'm at at this moment in time. Anyway, I'll stop talking about me. Another example where you'd use it is if you're stuck for ideas. We all have creative blocks and those moments where we're just like, oh, I just can't think of anything or I'm just tired and don't want to have to think about what to share today. And in that situation, you're bank of anytime content is going to be a really helpful resource to keep you keep your social media active so how do you go about creating it that's the next question so you, i'm not going to tell you how to go about creating it because i think you know this is a, this is something that you're going to create you know you're going to do yourself and you're going to do it your way but i do have a i do have some resources that can help you with this really if i was if i was thinking about creating this for my business i would think about the common questions around around what i do 
for you as a pet business owner, if you've got a product or a service business, imagine you've just landed from Mars and you do not know anything about your business. Okay, so sorry, I've done that really badly. You're you and imagine somebody has just landed from Mars and they need to know about your business. Like, how would you explain it to them? You know, what what would be the questions that they, they might ask? How would you explain it back to them? And really, like, try to take away the assumptions that you might have. Like one of my favorite assumption not to have is what high, what high value treat is. So like one of your one of your pieces of one of your pieces of evergreen content could be, let's say you're a dog trainer, you might have a piece of evergreen evergreen content, anytime content, which is um, you know, what to bring with you when you come to your first dog training session. And it could just be a post where you explain what to bring, what your client should bring with them. If you put in high value treats, I would explain what high value treat is because I've shared this on the podcast before, but when I went for my first dog training session with Sue McCabe, when we got patched, I went and bought these really expensive buffalo treats. And she was like, what are they? I thought you'd bring some chicken or cheese. And I said, well, when you said high value, I thought you meant really expensive. Anyway, that's that's just an example. Say you're a dog trainer, a common question around your product or service might be, what should I bring to my dog training session? You can then answer that as a post and that can be an evergreen post. So how do you go about it? Think of the common questions like that one and then organize them into categories. So, you know, talk about the different things that you do. So my key topics, for example, are how to get press coverage, talk about content marketing, how to feel more confident putting yourself and your business out there. And I've now started talking more about coaching because I qualified as a coach last year. Now, these are categories on my website as well, so they're easy to find. But what I can do is go away and, you know, create content banks around all of those different topics. So I've got loads on press coverage. I've got quite a lot on content marketing. I'm building them up on coaching, really. And I'm building them up on confidence building because I have quite new areas. So when I'm going to be working on my bank of evergreen content, they will be some of the areas that I work on. And, you know, a question might be why I decided to train as a coach. Another one might be what coaching is. Another one might be, you know, five reasons why people, you know, why people struggle with feeling confident putting themselves out there these are things that I could put in my bank of evergreen content because they're never going to change and even if they do I can just tweak them a little bit but I've got the bulk of it there the other thing to consider when you're going about it is to create quality content and do remember as well that your old blogs or any other content that you've used in the past can be repurposed and that can go in the bank as well so if you're let's say if you're a dog let's say if you make let's say you're Sarah Jones and you make yellow um, space awareness products for anxious dogs. Sarah's one of my clients. We were chatting. We were chatting on a call the other day about we were talking about ChatGPT, and I was showing. Show, I was. I used one of her products as an example. It was we basically got ChatGPT to write some posts about her dog harnesses. I think it was. It's about yellow space awareness harness. Now Sarah will have written about this harness like hundreds of times, probably. But what we did was is we got ChatGPT to write about the benefits of using this space awareness harness. But what you can do is, you know, posts like that, who your product helps and what the benefits are, that can go into your content bank. So Sarah's got, you know, probably about God knows how many products. But for each one, she could do a, a post and put it into her content bank about who the product is for and how it helps and what the benefits are. And then she can repurpose that over and over and over. So create quality content. And like I say, remember old posts that you've written can be repurposed and go into your content bank. And yeah, and then the other thing to think about when you're creating it is have an idea of how much you want to create. Now, really, it's infinite, isn't it? But I think it's a good idea to chip away at it in blocks. So for example, if we go back to Sarah's 
yellow space awareness products. She might do a, you know, she might have a lead and she might have a harness. She might have one content bank post about why she created the lead, the story behind it. She might have another content bank post about why she created the harness. She might have another content bank post about, you know, five benefits of using the lead. She might have another content bank post about five benefits of using the harness. They're going to be, there's going to be some similarities, but they're going to be, there's going to be some differences. And she can put those together and she could basically, if she want, if she was stuck for something to share, she could just go in there, go into her picture library, grab a picture of the harness or a picture of the lead and use one of those posts. Have an idea of how much you want to create. Like I say, it's probably, you know, this could go on and on really, couldn't it? And chip away at it in blocks. Don't think, oh, I've got to create 500 posts in one go. Chip away at it in blocks and just just work your way through it. As you go through what you can do, depending on how you work and what kind of what kind of systems you've got that you're using. And again, don't want to make you feel overwhelmed listening to this, but if you do you you know if you use schedulers like buffer or later you could go and schedule these posts and you can repeat them as well so let's say if i I, one of the things i do is i repeat my lead magnet posts so i've got four lead magnets one is how to write a press release one is five steps to get in the press one is 27 ideas for your pet business one is how to pitch as a podcast guest what i do is i repeat those every four weeks now there's nothing wrong with that because each time i write the post it's different and I will sometimes use the same graphics. Sometimes it might be different, but I know that that's valuable content. I know that people need to write press releases. I know that new people are coming into my, you know, new people are discovering you all the time. So it's okay to repeat things and it is valuable content. So I put that into my Asana as a repeat task. So I will have on a Wednesday, share podcast pitching guide, share podcast pitching guide, lead magnet. And then four weeks later, it will repeat, share podcast pitching guide, and I'll have the graphic in my Dropbox. I'll have the graphic in Asana as well if I need to get it there. And I'll also have the post written out and I'll have different versions of it so I can tweak them, rewrite them and share them over and over again. It just means I go into my Asana, I look at my tasks that day and I think, okay, I need to share my how to pitch as a podcast guest. And I know that the the copy's already written and I know how to find the photo find the image not photo so that's really really easy for me to do and that means I can do that post in you know less than a minute rather than sitting there thinking oh how do I, you know what am I going to say this time another thing you can do when it comes to how to go about doing it is you can use my 31 ideas you can use anytime so that's a download that I have send me a message if you like a copy of it if you're one of my pets get visible members you'll already have one of these in your resource library So my 31 ideas you can use anytime is a PDF with 31 ideas you can use anytime on it. And it just kind of talks you through all the different ideas that are all evergreen that you can use anytime. So next up is how to use your content bank once you've created it. So decide on the post you're going to share regularly, like lead magnets. As I was saying, I have four and I rotate them every four weeks with a different post each time and I use a different graphic. You then put it in your calendar or you can put it in. Trello, Asana, I know people schedule on Canva. You might just have an old-fashioned diary. Like there is no right or wrong way to do this. And like I've recently done a Asana training over 12 weeks with a lady called Amy Mitchell, and she's obviously an Asana expert. She's amazing. I'll link to her episode in the show notes. If you want to learn about Asana, she's got 
really incredible free training, which I will share with you. But even she said, she's like the queen of Asana, but even she said she still uses notepads. So what, find a system that works for you. If you use a diary and you want to rotate your, you know, your 10 steps to the perfect recall download every eight weeks, just put it in, in your diary and then put a note in your diary in eight weeks time. Do use a system that works for you. Don't let this overwhelm you. And yeah, and then you can have the post ready or you can schedule ahead, whatever works for you. The main thing is to keep the posts in the system so you can grab them anytime they're needed. Okay, so with me, the system I use is Asana. And then I have my post written in Asana. I also have loads of them written in my notes on my phone. So sometimes if I'm looking for something, I'll just look in the notes on my phone. So I'm in the process of organizing them in Asana. And I also have, I use Dropbox. I've used it for years. It's just a system that works for me, but there's loads of other different ones you can use. And I've got a folder in Dropbox, which is labeled posts, not time sensitive. So these are posts that I can use over and over again. So I can go and grab them at any time. The other folder I have in my Dropbox is podcast artwork. And I have it like, I haven't got, well, actually this needs organizing as well. I've got podcast art, artwork 2022, podcast artwork 2023. So all the featured images and artwork that goes with my podcast are all in one folder. So if I think I want to share the Amy Mitchell podcast again, all I need to do is go in that folder and search for Amy Mitchell. I'll get the graphic, the artwork, and I can go and share it again. And I can just go and find the posts that I wrote about Amy Mitchell and Asana and go and share it. So keep the posts in the system so you can grab them again and again, and then also repurpose them as well. So for example, National Radio Day, I don't know what day it is I'm off the top of my head, but it did happen fairly recently. <laughs> I did a podcast with Anna Webb about how to be a great radio guest. So on National Radio Day, I shared that and I, I'd already published the podcast like a year or so earlier, but you know, I said, you know, are you looking to, would you love to be on the radio more, but you're a bit worried about um, getting it right and how to be, you know, how to give a good interview. You know, I've got this great podcast episode with Anna Webb, who is a dog trainer and a dog nutritionist. And she's also a journalist and BBC radio presenter and podcaster. And she's telling you everything you need to know if you want to be a great radio guest. So I shared that on National Radio Day. But then one of my clients went on her show a few weeks later. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to share it again. So I said, you know, really chuffed for my client Sarah Jones she's just been on Anna Webb's radio show it's a brilliant interview go and have a listen to it on her page if you'd like to you know if you'd like to pitch to be a radio be a radio guest then I've got a podcast that's perfect for you here's the link if you want to go and have a listen so that's how you can use it once you've created it main thing is just to be always thinking now I find this easier to do but that's because I've got I've been a journalist for years but Always be thinking, okay, what can I reuse? If something comes up in the news, can I go and reuse something? Or if somebody, if people are talking about a topic, can I, have I got something that I can use for that? Have I got something that I can put out? Is this, is this an angle for me? For example, I went to stay at a really gorgeous dog-friendly holiday cottage in Suffolk, and it's coming up to like six years ago now. And it had won loads of it had won loads of awards, loads of like Visit England awards and that kind of thing. And it was absolutely beautiful. So yeah, it was called Leatherington, Leatherington Watermill, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, whenever they like I follow them on social media. And if they have some really exciting news, what I will do, like, like let, let's say they win another Visit England award, I will go and get that post that I wrote six years ago and say, Congratulations to the brilliant team at Leveringham Watermill. Just won an award with Visit England. If you want to find out a little bit about what it's like to stay there with your dog, have a, you know, I've written a review here about what it was like when we went there with Daisy. 
yeah, you can repurpose it that way. Just always be thinking about what can I use? What can I repurpose? And how can I make the bank of content I've already created work for me? So save me time, save me stress and make my life easier. So the next thing is how to make it work hard for you and make your life less stressful. So the key thing to take away, as I've just shared with you there, is you don't need to keep writing up the same things over and over again or worry about creating fresh graphics. Nobody notices and nobody will hold it against you if you say the same thing twice. So if you've written about, like me, levering a watermill, no one's going to hold it against me. If I share what I wrote in 2017 in 2023. I was looking at my buffer schedule the other day. So that's Pat's just jumping on the bed. I was looking at my buffer schedule the other day and there was a post that I shared. And I think it was about, I think it was about coaching and it was back in March and it had quite a lot of engagement. So I thought, do you know what? I could actually just repost that. There's a thing that you can do in buffer where you can just reshare it. So we're we're now coming towards the middle end of May. I could have just hit the reshare button. I don't think anyone would hold it against me if, if I did that. As I've explained with Asana, if you've written a post out once and you think you're going to use it again, you can set that task to repeat. So let's say, you know, on May the 29th, you post on May the 29th, you post something about National Dog Friendly Day. Then there's another dog friendly awareness day that's happening later on in the year, or you want to celebrate something really dog friendly about Yorkshire on Yorkshire Day, you could actually repurpose the National Dog Friendly Day, use it on Yorkshire Day. To talk about how dog friendly Yorkshire is. Let's say that's you know if you're a Yorkshire business, so don't feel bad about resharing, setting posts to repeat, setting tasks to repeat in Asana, and repurposing your evergreen content. If you like, my system works for me. You're going to have a system that's going to work for you. The tools that I've talked about here might not work for you as they do for me. You know, you just do things in the way that you need to. I just wanted to share my own way of working because I thought it might be helpful for you just to paint a bit of a picture. But like I say, if I have, let's say it's, you know, like the radio day example, I know I've already got that post written in Asana. I can go and grab it. I can find it really easily by searching in Asana's search function. I can then find the graphic, find the link on my website with this podcast interview and then go and share it again. That's going to take me actually probably less than a minute and I can share it across all platforms as well via the scheduling tool that I use, which is Buffer. Now, you might not want to do that. You might be one of those people who tweets things for different platforms. That's fine as well. Like, no, there's no judgment here. You're doing it better than me if you do tweet things for each platform. But the fact is, we've got a lot of content that we need to create. And, you know, I just think, try to be a bit relaxed. Try and give yourself a bit of an easy life. So, final thing is what to do is if, what to do if you'd like some support doing this. Inside of my Pets Get Visible mini membership, which is the grand sum of £20 a month, which is cheaper than a takeaway, there's all kinds of different resources, videos, training. We have live training every month to help you be consistent with your content, to help you get inspired when it comes to your content and to give you the community and the confidence to keep putting your content out there. That's what it is all about. Every month we have a con- we have a content inspiration session, which is where we forward plan the content for the month ahead. So I'm recording this um, in the middle of May. At the beginning of May, we had our June forward planning. So all of my Pets Get Visible clients have got their content mapped out for June already, you know, at the beginning of May. We also have two coaching and co-working, two coaching and Q&A sessions as well. So they happen 
on the second Monday of every month at 10am and then on the third Monday of every month at 5pm. And the forward planning session happens on the first Monday of every month at 5pm. And that's all UK time. And yeah, and you just get absolutely tons of support. If you can't make the live calls, you've got all the replays, there's loads of different resources, loads of guides, loads of just stuff that I found helpful over the years that I've put in there that's going to help you be more consistent when it comes to putting your content out there. And in May, at the end of May, we are going to be doing a content bank co-working week. Very catchy title, I know. What we're going to do is we are going to, on Tuesday the 30th of May, Wednesday the 31st of May, and Thursday the 1st of June, we're all going to get together, or anyone who wants to do it is going to get together, we're going to sit on Zoom, and we're going to write out as much content as we possibly can. Now, I've got a 31 Ideas resource, which is 31 ideas you can use anytime. If you are stuck and you need inspiration, you can work through those 31 ideas. So the idea is you do 10 a day. The way it's going to work is... I'm going to send the 10 ideas on the morning on email and then we'll have the co-working session and work through those 10 ideas. So we'll all just sit there and write out our 10 ideas. And then by the end of it, we're going to have 30 ideas, 31 ideas that we can use any time. Now, these are not templates. These are not pre-written posts where you're going to sound like another pet business or somebody down the road, dog trainer down the road is going to be sharing the same as you because they're all going to be unique and personal to you. You're going to be creating meaningful useful content that's going to stand the test of time and yeah and that's it really so the idea is that we sit on zoom and we write the post together so if you'd like to come and join in with that come and join us in pets get visible it is a year-long commitment and yeah like i say it's 20 quid a month 220 pound for the year you get a third off any of my future courses or any one-to-one sessions that you might like to share with me and yeah that's that's how it works so i've talked to you about how you can go about creating a bank of content you know why why it's going to be helpful for you how to go about it what an what evergreen content is the kind of things to put in there where to store it how to make it work really hard for you i've told i've shared everything that you need to know here but if you want the accountability where you sit your bum in a chair and do it then you know come and join us in pets get visible and i can help make that happen for you i am dead excited about doing it because i created these 31 ideas in November last year and I thought I'm going to do this and I'm going to sit down and do them all myself and then obviously never got around to it but because I'm doing this content bank co-working thing I'm actually going to sit my bum in a chair and do it for my business as well so I'm very excited about it so if you would like to come and join us I'll pop the links to sign up to Pets Get Visible in the show notes or just head to my website, head to the Work With Me page and you'll find it. It's really easy to find. Any questions, send me a message. I'm on all social media platforms at Rachel Spencer UK and you can email me rachel at publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk. So finally, thank you very much for listening to this podcast episode. You may, if you are a regular listener, notice that I don't have the usual lady who isn't me talking out the podcast episode but this podcast is for you if you are a pet business owner and you want to feel more confident putting your brilliant work out there if you want to stand out from the competition if you want to raise your profile and if you want to yeah just enjoy your marketing and feel great about sharing the way that you help pets and their people so thank you for listening if you enjoy this podcast do come and let me know do come and hang out with me in my free facebook group the publicity for pet businesses community the link is in the show notes 
And if you really found this episode helpful, I would love you forever if you would leave me a review on whatever podcast platform you use and I will read it out on the show and I will love you forever. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. I will be back next week with another episode and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and a lovely weekend. See you soon. 